0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. This weekend, I guess technically it's 2 a.m. Sunday morning, we set our clocks forward an hour. and We enter daylight saving time. Not everybody does, obviously. Saskatchewan doesn't. So come this weekend, we will be at the same time as Saskatchewan. And then later this year, we'll be an hour earlier. So it means there's obviously going to be more sunlight later in the day. Uh, For a while, it's going to be darker in the morning. We'll get to a point, obviously, say come uh, late June, when the days are really long and there's plenty of daylight at both ends. I guess that's the challenge for uh, Canadians, that in the winter, we just don't have a lot of daylight daylight to try to spread around we're going to lose on one end or the other and then come summer we have it in abundance so what are we accomplishing by moving our clocks around twice a year and part of the argument for daylight saving time is that we are saving energy so as we now debate whether or not to keep doing this maybe we should get to the bottom of whether it's actually having that effect So to that end, there's some new research looking at the uh, impact of daylight saving time. And joining us uh, on the line is uh, the co-author of this, Blake Schaefer, who's a Ph.D. candidate in the Department of Economics at the University of Calgary and also with the C.D. Howe Institute. Blake, great to have you here. Welcome to the program.
1: Thanks, Rob. Pleasure to be here.
0: All right. So I've always been puzzled by this argument because, look, I mean, next week it's going to be darker in the morning. I think we'll be using more electricity in the morning maybe to, to turn on lights and whatnot. But what's the, the basic argument for, for DST from an energy efficiency perspective?
1: Yeah, I mean, you did a very good job on the preamble kind of uh, explaining it all there. Uh, the basic premise it dates back to World War One. It was energy saving. So the goal was shift light later in the day and we get savings from having to use less evening lighting. But as you've quickly identified, there's a trade-off here. You've got more light in the evening, you're using less energy there, but you're making it darker in the morning. And um, so it's kind of a horse race between the two when we're trying to figure out do we really save energy by switching to daylight savings time and And that's what my research uh, tries to look at here uh, in Alberta and across all the Canadian provinces.
0: Okay, well, and do do we see differences then, I guess? We look at different jurisdictions. Is it the same everywhere?
1: We do see differences. So my research was kind of prompted. I owe Colby Kosh, he's a National Post columnist, uh, a favour for this. He wrote an excellent article in December where he was looking at research recently done in Ontario uh, by a professor at the University of Ottawa He looks at this question in Ontario, it was the first study done in Canada, and he finds that daylight savings does reduce energy use overall, or electricity use overall, so the evening savings outweigh the morning cost. And he looks at that in Ontario, and and Colby correctly points out, you know, here we are in Alberta, we're talking about a climate plan where we're going to, we're trying to reduce energy, or at least the emissions associated with it. Why are we then talking about abolishing daylight savings time if that's an energy saving policy? And so he kind of challenged people to, why don't we get the evidence on this? And that's what I did. And I looked in Alberta, and I, lo and behold, I find the opposite. I find that in Alberta, we increase our electricity use as a result of daylight savings time. So we do see a difference. We do. And so, you know, the question is why, right? And uh, it comes back to that stuff about morning versus evening, and. Anecdotally, I think a lot of us Albertans think that we, uh, we're we early risers, and that, that's borne out in the data. I grabbed census data from 2011, and it does show that as compared to Ontario, we, we rise about 20 minutes earlier. And on top of that, our sun rises later. So right now, sun's rising around 7 a.m., but back in Toronto, it's rising around 6.30. So. For us, that means that we're more likely to be awake and then darkened next week as we move forward one hour, whereas our friends back in Toronto, are, there's more of them that are likely to uh, still be asleep while that darkening is happening. So it's not composing an energy cost on them. And so I did a pan-Canadian study. I looked at across all the provinces, or as many as I could get data from, and it really fits this pattern. So those who have... Um, who are early risers and have late sunrises? They see an energy increase, uh, whereas those like Ontario and BC who are uh, later risers and have earlier sun, tri- sun times, they see a reduction. And so, I guess the the moral of the story there is is on a, you know deciding what daylight savings does for electricity. We really need to think about it region by region because it does differ.
0: Okay, so what happens then in the fall when we? Fall back? Do do we do we lose some of those benefits? Should we go to DST and then just stay there?
1: Yeah, so that's what I find. I find that for energy savings, so I look across it. So I look as we come in and as we come out. So it's basically when we're on DST versus when we're not. Um, So just from purely from an energy savings perspective, what's interesting about Alberta is we'd be better off staying on what would be Mountain Standard Time year-round. That would be the best way to save energy, but I'm not necessarily, you know, I'm not trying to be an advocate for one way or the other. I'm only an advocate for bringing evidence to this decision. The flip side is if we go later, uh, so if we went to what some are advocating, say, central standard time or, or mountain daylight year round, that has different benefits. So we lose on the energy front, but you get some lifestyle and health benefits from the evening uh, sun. There's another study from a professor at SFU right now, and he's showing significant uh, health benefits from having more light in the afternoon, just more recreation. Uh, pretty significant increase in caloric uh, burn. Uh, but then again, that study was done in the U.S., and so just as my study showed regional differences, I think it's pretty reasonable to expect that given our northern latitude and much later sunsets, uh, we should be discounting that finding a little bit for, for Alberta. But it's kind of really identifying that trade-off. That's That's what we have going on here is Staying on standard time in Alberta, we're going to get energy savings, switching all the way to uh, daylight time year-round. We could possibly get some health or lifestyle benefits. The switching act itself is probably one that's less controversial to get rid of uh, because it does have all-around costs. So this, you know, everyone's well aware of annoyance costs, especially those of us that have kids, um, but there's also more tragic costs. Uh, traffic fatalities increase as a result of the, the, the change to sleep patterns, even right. uh, incidence of heart attacks increases. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, th- th- those are in, um, uh, I'm trying to remember, the 2016 published was the traffic fatality. That was a cross us study, it was a really impressive one, used hourly data across the country. And uh, a, I think the New England Journal of Medicine has the one on heart attacks.
0: Obviously, now we're we're really focused in Alberta on uh, finding ways to be uh, energy efficient, and the government trying to encourage us to be uh, energy efficient. Um, how does daylight saving time as an energy efficiency strategy compare to what we're being encouraged to do—to uh, to upgrade our, our furnaces, to to upgrade our lighting, mm-hmm. to do all of these other things?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know that's actually how I sort of put perspective on what's the magnitude of these savings. So what's interesting is daylight savings time as in its current form is not an energy saving policy in Alberta and that's somewhat of a very interesting finding as it's supposed to be. So eliminating daylight savings would have about the same effect as um, putting in LED bulbs in half of all Alberta residences. So that's sort of a very interesting perspective for me as we go out here to, you know, with our LED program to to increase the energy efficiency of households, we could get about half the savings of households just by the stroke of a pen with changing this policy. So that's one so, way to think of it.
0: So, as the government entertains the idea of abandoning daylight saving time, is it working at cross-purposes as it tries to encourage Albertans to, to be more efficient?
1: Well, abandoning daylight savings and staying on standard time year-round would be helpful here. It would reduce our energy use. So. If they go in that direction to stay on what would be then I guess, mountain standard all year round, I think that would be consistent with this energy reduction policy. If instead they go with the strategy of um, stopping the transition, but permanently moving forward to follow Saskatchewan time, from an energy perspective, I'm showing that's that's probably going to increase our energy. At least we won't be getting savings that we could from uh from dropping it, um, so if they were to do that, it, it would have to be because the you know the increased retail activity, the lifestyle, the health benefits, those things would have to outweigh this energy cost, and that's certainly possible. But I think that's the cost-benefit analysis that needs to be done from their point of view. Right. I'm providing one side of that
0: for them. So yeah, so that that contrast there, as you point out, that the study looking at Ontario, the DST reduces electricity demand, whereas DST increases electricity demand in Alberta by roughly about the same amount.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah,
0: well, that's that's certainly fascinating. Blake, thanks so much for spending some time with us here today. Appreciate it.
1: You bet, Rob. Thanks for having me. All
0: right, take care. Uh, Blake Schaefer, uh, the Department of Economics, University of Calgary, also with the C.D. Howe Institute. So there you go, difference between Alberta and Ontario. As was colleague Nick Rivers, looked at Ontario. Yep, daylight saving time reduces electricity demand by about 1.5%. But here in Alberta, daylight saving time increases electricity demand by about 1.6%. So, how should this shape the debate? Where do you come down on this? Are you used to doing it this way? We spring forward, fall back. Should we pick one and stick with it? 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.